where people are like, you know, don't be so scared, don't be so scared. It's like literally my coming out story. So it, it's extremely frightening. If you didn't already love CK Malone, you will soon. You may contribute a verse. I'm Josh Munkin, children's lit author, father, science communicator, and podcaster, joined by Brenna Jennerette, children's lit author, mother, avid climber, and outdoors person, and podcaster. This is the podcast you may contribute a verse where we talk to kid lit creators, share their stories, and learn from their journeys. Some conversations show you just what the world can be, how great we really could all have it if we just give a little bit more of ourselves, or to put it another way, place ourselves firmly outside the center of focus. C.K. Malone is an educator, author, and giver. They aren't perfect. We discussed that point in the episode, but what they are and strive to continually be is capital G good. From shouting out those who inspired them to boosting the work of others to praise for those who have made them and their work what they are today, this chat takes a village. A little context, this chat was recorded in early April 2022, a few months after C.K. had hosted an event boosting future podcast guest Julie Headland's Overbear Underwear and had just completed several hundred picture book manuscript critiques. CK's debut picture book, A Costume for Charlie, comes out this September. Make sure to pre-order it if you're able, or ensure your local library stocks a copy when the time comes. Find out more about CK and their debut, A Costume for Charlie, first by listening to this episode, then at their website, carlislemalonebooks.com. We'll link it in the show notes. Quick acknowledgement, we've got a few audio hiccups in the first section, which gets resolved roughly five minutes in. Here is C.K. Malone's verse after a couple minutes of Brenda's and my effusiveness. Enjoy. Good stuff. And we're live. You got to say the good stuff for the recording. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So <laughs> we were just saying the setup and getting into the computer and just being on the podcast in general. It's like getting a book published. It has to be magic. There has to be all the stars aligned. CK, I actually, I sent Josh and Dan this um, Twitter screenshot this morning Mm -hmm. because a book sold that is almost exactly like mine that is on submission right now. And I was like, guys, I'm like, what is this? Are you kidding me? Like, hello. There has to be, there is a market out there for interactive Halloween books and I will sell mine. You mark my words. You heard it here first, people. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Dan, um, do you think Wendy might be in the market for another interactive Halloween book? I was totally just kidding. And he's like, well, because Dan is so sweet, right? He's like, well, I mean, I could totally send it to her if you want me to. Like, I'm working on a new editor list. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I was just kidding. I'm like, don't do extra work. No, I was just teasing. Like, of course, she's not going to buy another one. But, you know, somebody else out there hopefully is, you know, looking for one. Sometimes, <laughs> so. sometimes an editor does want to be on a brand, though. That's true. That is true. Brand. I mean, maybe that's, yeah, right. Maybe that's what she's into. Interactive <laughs> Halloween books. Exactly. I'm looking at you, Wendy. I'm coming for you. <laughs> so here's what happens with this podcast. We mention people's names and then we tag them in the podcast. We don't get book deals from them, but they come on and they, they're guests for us. I was telling CK, yeah, our secret strategy is just name dropping. 
we talk about people and we try to manifest it out into the world. We're like, you want to be on our podcast? And people miraculously say yes. There are very few people who have not responded to that. And I'm always so surprised. Like, they just, like, the community of Kidlet is so, so just giving and inclusive that I'm always just amazed. Like, nobody knows who we are. And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll be on your podcast. I'm like, really? Okay, cool. Same way I felt with... uh Mindy when she offered to critique my book like it was what like you're gonna critique my book and she was uh the first one and then Andrew just popped out on Twitter and because I was like I just put out there like I joined Twitter and I just written a book and I was like I apparently need critique partners and (laughs) and I was like does anyone want to swap anything and Mindy came along and then Andrew and I was like whoa these people have like a lot of followers like a lot of people listen to them and like them and I was just like blown away by it and um and it was because of their critiques that I got and then I saw Andrew signed with Dan and then I started stalking Dan and <laughs> <laughs> I'm lie. Um, and, and then I queried him and the rest is I think Here's my idea self, don't do this. Um, so, you know, you, you read the guidelines. I poured over his guidelines, like Flannery's guidelines over and over again. And <laughs> dumb, dumb. I sent the query and forgot to paste the book. And, and I was like, and I was sitting there stalking and stalking and always like opening up my email, hoping, hoping, hoping. And then he writes me and he's like, uh, hi, Carla. <laughs> You can go ahead and send the picture book. And I was like, it's like, I, I, I see nothing but potential <laughs> in your work, right? <laughs> Good query. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, because of Hannah Kim, who <laughs> did my query. Uh, but then I put it in there and um, pretty much, I want to say almost 24 hours, he asked me for a phone call. Wow. So, I mean, it was, it was that fast. Yeah, it was that fast. And so then we set it up. And both of us were very awkward. <laughs> and, and pets both in the background, like doing what pets do. <laughs> and they're just like, um, and he was like, well, do you want to let other agents know? And I was like, there are no other agents. You're my, like, you're my one and you. only. Yeah, right. You're the one. Like, yeah, if yeah. we're not doing this, we're not doing this. So that, that was basically it. Um, I was like, nope, I found my person. I'm good. And he was like, uh, well, still give you time. Here are my clients. And I was like, I already know Andrew. <laughs> yeah, right. That's enough. Yep. <laughs> but I still reached out anyway. Um, but yeah. It was <laughs> and of course, my, my dad is like very excited that not only do I have an agent, but he's also FBI. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He'll protect you. When you said... I mean, this process for you started with Mindy. Mindy found you, or what was the process for that? I'm reflecting that because, like, our our entire critique group started because of Mindy Elise Weiss. Um, she had a thread. We all started talking in the thread, and history was made. History was made for you too, with Mindy, like so many others. <laughs> yeah, right. We're name dropping you, Mindy. We want you to come on. It's oh, not the sure first time we've tagged you. <laughs> I'm sure she would love to. Um, but also, and I know sometimes it can be hard for her because she is also hard of hearing. Yeah, so I I went on the uh, PB party uh, hashtag thingy and did that draft. Um, 
and I had someone and it was okay. And then um, <laughs> I think I, I said something and then she messaged me. I don't even remember how it fully began, um, but was point blank long lines of, yeah, I'll help you. And I was like, oh, like I thought I'd have to pay. Or, you know, you do like different critiques and everything. Um, and she just decided to critique it for me. And it was, I mean, she's phenomenal critiquing. Like people are like, oh, CK, you did like all these critiques for all these people. Um, but not like that kind of in depth. Like it was so in depth and it was so well done and so thoughtful, um, especially being the community that I am. When someone critiques you, you have a little bit of fear. Um, that someone won't understand your identity or anything else. And I mean, it was just phenomenal. And so, yeah. And so now um, we are not critique partners because she has her own critique group, but she is one of my closest friends. And I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm going to get like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I have, I have seen, I mean, not only, so to circle back around, cause I was talking about, you know, how, giving and inclusive the Kidlit community is. I mean, that that's a glowing example. And mm -hmm. I know too that Julie Hedlund from 12 by 12 also, I mean, you have you have really like taken that to heart as well because you did a whole push for her for her book that came out recently, mm -hmm. Over Bear Underwear. Um or sorry, I'm I'm saying it backwards. Over bear underwear. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay there's so much wordplay i'm like oh shoot did i mess it up but, um, yeah that and then also from the pb party to double down i mean you have given back like people are saying like twofold how many critiques did you did you do ck 215 plus in like 24 or 48 hours or something i'm on uh i think the 276th one are you still you're still working through them yeah, yeah. So I got a bunch of them done, but I'm doing one for like a close friend um, who asked. And so yeah, it, it was it was wow. a lot. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they found them um, useful because <laughs> you know one tries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I try to. I'm trying to pay back um, all the people who did stuff for me. So. Andrew, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that book coming out. Man, Dan is like killing it lately on a side note. He's just like so many deals. He told me recently he there's like four other contracts he has been working on. And he's just like, you know, like a little bit behind and stuff. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm behind. This is why. And I was like, first of all, congratulations. Because mm -hmm. OMG. <laughs> like, wow. But um. Yeah. Anyways, so can you can you talk a little bit more about um, Julie and her role and you know like why why you felt like you wanted to give back to her? So the reason I mean twelve by twelve is already amazing, but I was surprised that no one was. Um, and I know it's not a huge thing in the in the um, picture book community to do uh, pushes, but I know in the middle middle grade and young adult they do a lot of the pre order launches and all that kind oh, of stuff. Okay. Um, and I was surprised that no one was doing it. Um, but mainly I did it as like a thank you because she did that whole, uh, she put her name on that letter, that open letter to S. SCBWI. 
Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was like her reputation. That's 12 by 12, like come under fire. And she like led the charge for change. And I was like, someone needs to do something to like, you know, say thank you because she really pushed for like diversity and noticing all these things. And that's why I did it is I was like, well, someone's going to do it. Okay. Someone's going to do it. Then I'm going to do it. And because other people, you know, have other stuff going on. I don't got kids. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, so I was like, I've got the time. Um, might as well just do it. And then when I put the call to 12 by 12, you know, asking people to either donate like queries or whatever, um, so many people did and then agents even got involved and uh jenny uh who was my i mean like i was like floundering i'd like you you think you're gonna do something and you get all excited about it and then you realize how much work it is and how much you have to put yourself out there and i started my um my uh yeah i just started like <laughs> getting very very overwhelmed and so then jenny uh stepped up and contacted agents and did like all this stuff um, and was amazing. And so, yeah, <laughs> um, but that's why I did it because she really put herself out there and I can't even imagine having something like a 12 by 12, that's your baby that, um, that could possibly come under attack because you decide to lend your name to something. And that takes a lot of bravery. So I wanted to make sure that she got, you know, um, that kind of push and she was <laughs> she was surprised because uh kelly and i uh kelly who was her coordinator for 12 by 12 um and i were planning it for a couple months i had <laughs> i've been talking to kelly and i was like oh you think she's gonna be mad that i did this and she was like no no but she's gonna definitely be surprised and <laughs> so she was she didn't even expect you to push <laughs> so, no she didn't wow. even know about it wow that was, so then she had to go and post, she was like, I'm sorry, I have to do this um, on the 12 by 12 page and basically say, you know, thank you to people who, who helped me and everything. But, you know, this doesn't like, um, she doesn't want to show favoritism or anything else. And I had to put that um, when I was doing the push too, that this is not through Julie. So don't think like you're going to get any kind of favor or don't think that she's going to think less of you if you don't partake in this or whatever, because everyone's got their own stuff. Right. Um, and so she wanted to make sure that everyone knew that as well. And so that's why I always put that caveat. Cause I, people would ask me like, why are you saying that? I was like, because this is not through her, it's through me. And I don't want you to think that because you don't join or because you don't offer a critique or you don't offer blank that she's going to think. Not a, it's not a pay for play sort of like, situation on her behalf exactly. which is not unheard of and it's not exactly. you know it, it's not immoral but but it's good to always characterize who this is coming from and and and, and all that can mm -hmm. you um yeah. uh for people that might not be familiar can you just give the the biggest the not biggest but the like a concise <laughs> overview of the push that you did for julie the mediumist, yeah, the mediumist <laughs> overview <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was it like? Um, it was something that was supposed to happen for a week, and it happened for a month. <laughs> Might as well just overdo it. Um, <laughs> and, and basically, what was it like every every day um, that people commented and or showed their showed their support by commenting? retweeting, quote tweeting, um, and then you got extra entries for the agent round 
if you bought the book or if you requested it from the library, um, which I didn't know that. I mean, I know that you can request stuff from the library, but I didn't know that that's what people do. But uh, um, an author named Leah who wrote Rat Fair uh, was like, hey, you might want to say, you know, do this instead. And I was like, duh, because not everyone can afford even to buy a book. Um, so thank you, Leah. And yeah, so they would uh, do all that stuff. And each day I gave away um, books by different authors and I bought their books um, because I... And this is, and this will be always a thing with me. Um, when I do any kind of uh, blog post or anything, if I if I give away someone's book, I buy the book. Um, and I know not everyone can do that, but I am in the fortunate position that I can. Um, and so then I bought all their books and gave them away each day, and they all did critiques. So you, if you um, entered at all, you were up for a critique, and then if you did the um, the library order or if you bought her book then you got entered into the agent round and then um it was a lot of raffle copters <laughs> i do not like raffle i mean i want to make sure and just pull that apart both for people that aren't familiar with the effort that you went to but also to highlight the effort that you went to to pull this off over the course of months of making connections, spending your own money, uh, mm -hmm. buying books just to just to give back. And I mean, we've talked about this here before, uh, mm -hmm. the the sense of how much time and energy and money people give back to the community to make everybody's mm -hmm. boat lift a little higher is is inspiring. Mm -hmm. Thanks. But yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, because I've seen other people do stuff like that, too. And um, yeah, I mean, cause we all have to watch out for each other. Right. I mean, <laughs> cause publishing isn't watching out for us. So we have to make sure that we all do it for each other. And people are always like, wow, you're so outgoing on Twitter. And it's like, yeah, cause it's behind a screen. And then, you know, giving face to face, this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about that right before Josh came on. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is so much easier. Like there are a lot of rough patches for the pandemic, you know, a lot of stuff going online and being virtual like that has been, you know, hard in a lot of ways for a lot of people. But there are also some perks, you know, like it is a lot easier to have a social media presence because everybody is on there. Like that's how you do that. And Twitter is free. You don't have to pay to go to a conference. You don't have to pay for plane tickets and a hotel and to get in. And so you're not, you know, as Josh likes to say, pay to play, that it's not, mm -hmm. that's not a thing for Twitter, mm -hmm. right? Like you can be on Twitter and this mm -hmm. podcast is a testament to that. Being on Twitter is totally yeah. free and we have, you know, doubled down and made our presence, you know, it's, it's a small presence still, but you know, we have gotten <laughs> these big names on our show just by making the connection and just by putting it out there. Like we often are just like, oh, let's just go for it. Like, I don't know. I'm going to see if Betsy Bird wants to be on the podcast. We mentioned her. She was into it. And I was like, oh, by the way, uh, you should come on our podcast if you want to. Okay, bye. And she was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, you know, right. I mean, and that's all just networking for free. You don't. speak. Yeah. And obviously I was, I kept putting questions and questions. <laughs> yeah. And that's good. And I, I, I think the, I think the reality of that is that the Betsy's of the world want to give back. They're not going to do conferences because it's going to be a big source of income because Kidlit doesn't have mm -hmm. that type of money to work with. And so any sort of opportunity <laughs> to get out there grassroots or otherwise is, is very welcome. 
for sure. Yeah. I think that's that's the through line. It's like manifest what you want the community to be through goodwill. I will say like, because um, because I've done a lot, people think like, and this is, and, and feel free to edit this out later, but people think like I'm infallible and I make mistakes too. I've like, I've hurt people sometimes in the, in the writing community too. Um, and so if, if there's something that people need to know, like, like I am not like this uh, perfect person and I can, I also make mistakes being LGBTQIA doesn't mean I don't make mistakes, but I often get like this whole, okay, you're just the best person ever and everything. And I, and it's like, no, like I, I have done things that I'm not proud of too. Um, and so, yeah, I just want people to always keep that in mind because <laughs> I, people have like this, uh, this idea of me. And then when I don't live up to that idea, it becomes like this whole thing. And so, you know, that's why, I, I, that's why I get so like awkward when I talk about like Mindy or, you know, Julie or stuff like that, because then people are like, oh, you know, CK, da, 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 da. And it's like, no, I've really screwed up too. Um, but yeah, that's something I would like people to know about me. <laughs> I've thought of doing all the Let's talk about the posts, ways in which you've messed but... up. So I have a lot of uh, PTSD, um, like a lot of the community does. Uh, when you come out, when you're young, um, you get a lot of things that happen, obviously. Um, so I have a lot of triggers. And if someone triggers me, it used to be a long time ago, um, you know, you have your fight or flight response and I was always flight and, um, and I'm working on this definitely with my therapist. Um, I've gotten into where now I'm fight because I fight for all these kids. I run GSAs and I fight for these kids all the time so that when someone triggers me, um, it sometimes can set me off, um, and, and not yet my finest moments. Um, and so, yeah, so I've, that's something that I'm working on, but that's, that kind of happens. Like quick, yeah. quick, quick <laughs> definition, GSA, gay straight Alliance. I was going to ask too. Yeah. Like gender gender sexuality okay. Alliance. It used to be, yeah, you know, it used to be gay straight Alliance, but they changed it to gender and sexuality when I was in college, but you know, it's been way too long since I've been in college. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I, I didn't have any <laughs> growing up. So it was like a lot of, it was a lot. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So I'm working on that with like, when I am um, around adults, cause I'm just so used to fighting so much for my kids. Like when I opened up a GSA um, and I wasn't out at work, uh, a lot of my, uh, I was actually outed during pandemic, someone outed me. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, just a second. Yeah, take your time. So when I um, started the GSA at my school, um, I basically I got pushback, which is illegal, <laughs> but I got pushback um, that I was opening up a dating service. That was one of the things that apparently I want to unite all the gays. Oh I was going to, <laughs> yeah, I was going to turn children gay. Uh, I had death threats from parents. That was a lot of fun. 
um, and basically, I mean, just all this stuff. And so I was fighting and, and I had a great principal who was fighting beside me. Oh, um, thank goodness. I'm glad you had an ally in all of that. And, you know, I I mean, there were, there were people preaching to my kids that, uh, as soon as we opened, I remember all my kids waiting and my presidents, um, Ajene and Diego, who were the ones who requested it. Um, and I wasn't out, but they looked at me like, and were like, yeah, you're one of us. Don't try to pretend like you're not. (laughs) Um, and they're in college now. Uh, and they were like, uh, all of them were standing there and I had to go do, you have to go stand outside in front of my school. Um, when kids leave, you know, safety, uh, I was coming back and I saw my club and it was, a, I mean, my gosh, it was like 35 kids strong. Um, almost all who identified and I saw someone talking to them and Diego ran over and was like, this person just told all of us we were going to hell and to come learn about this religion. And it was someone who was an employee who no longer is an employee principal. Um, (laughs) And it was, it was just like, Oh my gosh, like I actually have, and I'm a Christian. Like I have people (laughs) preaching to my children. Like, (laughs) and I remember like being so full of rage, but you have to be professional in front of the kids, like, and put the kids inside. And then went up to this person and was like, if the kids need to hear about Jesus and God, then I can tell them about it. We're good here. So then when, <laughs> when, when I was outed, uh, I have all my GSA kids because I've had GSA. My first GSA was started, I think, eight years ago. Um, they all heard about it because we used my email. You know, they talked to me through my uh, professional email and I finally put my pronouns of they, them in there uh and they were like oh my gosh you came out and i was like nope <laughs> and so <laughs> but yeah it's <laughs> it more of a Yay. more of a soft launch <laughs> yeah i mean and it would, it would come out eventually because i i mean uh so my kids know but none of the people i work with know that i wrote a book or have an agent or i'm being published so that's gonna so be that's a thing to oh, talk wow. about do you do you want the twin to meet do you want the worlds to intersect at some point not really but i mean i'm gonna have to because it's gonna come out eventually um (laughs) and the kids i mean the kids know because i was talking to a gsa contact about um basically giving back my advance uh, as part of my pre-launch um giving giving my advance back to GSA. So through, you know, kind of like the same thing I did with Julie, um, a, a pre-order campaign, but all the money will go to um, GSA. And so they know because they saw me writing the person and everything. And, um, but they've been very quiet, but I, you know, I don't know. Cause you know, cause <laughs> My fear is the people who don't agree with my lifestyle, which, I mean, that's, that is their, uh, you know, choice will then want to like take that out. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, put like reviews or whatever, um, character assassination, negative reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm basically, 
Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've accepted that uh, through talking with um, Esme, who's one of my mentors, um, I've accepted that it's going to happen. Like people are going to write a review based on what they believe. Um, and then just not to look at reviews, but I, I don't know. I don't know that I want to tell the school, but I, I, it's going to have to happen no matter what. So I'm, I've resigned myself to it. My uh, district uh, D GSA uh, coordinator, I'm going to speak to her first. And it might just be like once the book is, once I have an arc or, you know, if, if I get an arc, I don't really know what happens because um, publishing issues. Uh, I'm just going to hand it to her. <laughs> Look what I did. <laughs> and that's probably what it's going to be, <laughs> to be honest, because I don't want it to turn into like a, because I don't like being in the spotlight a whole lot. Um, I don't want it to turn into like this whole the district, you know, flies it and does all this stuff. Cause I, nah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I, I work that. for not, not a school, a corporation. You have to declare all that stuff for the sense or for the sake of propriety oh. and conflict of interest and all that. And I'm sure there are a lot of people within your district that would consider that some kind of conflict of interest. If you are, you know, putting yourself out there in mm -hmm. that way, do you, <clears throat> do you, mm -hmm identify differently as an educator than you do online in the sense that would people be able to find you if they Googled you and looked for your book, looked for your Twitter presence? I know this. Um, so no, <laughs> well, the last name technically and the initials. Yes. Um, but right now I, I can't change my name. Um, I'm very fortunate to have parents who, love and accept me. Um, but I can't change my name until they pass. That was the only thing that they, they go call me by my initials and everything, but I can't change my dead name uh, yet. So no one would know Carlisle, but they would, they would know the initials of CK Malone. They, because that was, I mean, that those are my actual, <laughs> but yeah, but Carlisle is my chosen name. Um, and I stole it from Carly Weber. <laughs> When I was researching, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, Carly Weber, you want to be on a podcast? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I saw the name, and I was just like, "Ooh, Carlisle!" Like it's so endogenous, and no, it's not from Twilight. Because I get that asked all the time. Did you take your your name from Twilight? No, I stole it from Carly Weber. <laughs> well, like this, you could go by Carly, or it could be Carlisle. So. <laughs> There's a nice origin story. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like that. But also, I mean, that is a great segue into your book, A Costume for for Charlie. I would love to hear all about A Costume for Charlie. I'm very excited that it's coming out <laughs> and that it was finally announced because you've had oh your book deal, right? Since like July. Is that right? June, and then we signed the contract in July. Because yeah. you had told me we had we had been talking on Twitter back and forth, right, about Dan and just whatever, and you know, out on submission and blah blah blah. And you were, I was like, yeah. So you know, is it going to be announced soon? Like, I'm so excited, I can't wait. And you were like, I hope so. You're like, I've already gotten the advance and spent it. I'm like, oh, oh gosh, okay, like this is right. Like, let's do this. And finally, it was already, it was already pledged. Right, it's already it's gone. So. <laughs> Well, yeah. no, like I've been paid. I know. So I did my what? Like, 
we signed, we signed, I, I guess I'll just start from the beginning because I kind of have to for myself. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's weird to remember all of this. Um, so I signed with Dan, I want to say it was like March 8th because I, if I remember the calendar right that I have saved now, <laughs> um, we signed March 8th and then we went out on sub at the end of March, um, one, one round and in April, like we, he does his, you know, he does his like check-in, like after a certain date, he will go check with the editors, mm-hmm. um, checked. And then, um, Naomi was like, oh, well, we're taking this to acquisitions. And it was like, oh, okay. Cause like, cool, I, think cool, we, cool. I, think both, I think we both thought that they would just tell you. Not always. Um, <laughs> or maybe she was going to write the email and he just beat her to the punch. Um, and then got the offer in June um, with uh, Sharita Lee. And yeah, then signed the contract. He had to have people, you know, look it over as, as apparently happens. <laughs> um, and then signed in July. And he was still under Flannery. And I told you this, but Josh didn't hear this. Um, but Jennifer, knowing that we both are LGBTQIA, was like, CK should be your first signing under your new agency. And he'd always been wanting to open his own agency once he sold something. And so he was like, well, you're going to be represented under, you know, Paige Turner Lit. I was like, okay. <laughs> you tell my agent, like, I don't. Yeah, right, call, call it what you want, as long as we're still working together. Call <laughs> whatever you want. Unless you're going to take 40%. Yeah, right, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um, and so then he opened up, that's when he opened up Paige Turner. And that's when he all of a sudden started publicizing his own agency. And it's because uh, Jennifer didn't want it to go under her name and get that credit, which I think is phenomenal. Like, I mean, what a person who, <laughs> like, Speaking of giving like it that. back and paying it forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dan, Dan talked about that on his, on his yeah. podcast episode too. Yeah. Like she was just so supportive and encouraging and was like, mm-hmm. no, you should definitely start signing under your own, your own agency. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so when, when everyone was like, oh, what it brought that about, it was, it was me, <laughs> which is kind of like, oh, it's kind of cool. Um, well, I mean, very cool. But uh, definitely makes me feel pressure <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Because I'm always like, because I want him to succeed so much, um, I'm always like pushing stuff. And sometimes I feel like I'm <laughs> trying to be like a little junior agent, like, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? Um, <laughs> but I want him to succeed so very much because he took a chance on me. I mean, he obviously knows what he got into because <laughs> anyone who supports me all of a sudden is like they're love bombed. <laughs> <laughs> There could be way worse things. I don't mind a love bomb. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Charlie, I wrote I wrote Charlie because um, it's basically how I came out to my group of friends um, because I was like, this is I'm by gender. I'm both a boy and a girl. This is how I feel. Blah blah blah. Didn't know the word by gender. You know, didn't know that was a thing until I got a therapist. Um, who brought it up. <laughs> and, uh, but when I came out, like it, it was, it's very much like the book. Um, some people were like, totally like, cool. Awesome. We always kind of thought you were different in some way. Um, 
some were like, eh, and then one uh, was definitely not accepting and um, then spread rumors around the whole elementary school, then bridging into middle school. About me. Yeah. <laughs> and then told everyone all the things. I remember like begging my mom to move like over and over and over again. And we wouldn't move until I was like in ninth grade. Cause obviously you can't just like leave a job because your kid, you know, faces something, but it was, it was pretty bad. And you'll probably have to edit this part out, but uh, to the point where on my locker, the kids put a bunch of like finger condoms and all like, it was, I went from being like really popular to <laughs> not <laughs> most decidedly not <laughs> so yeah and so so then it took me a lot to write and I said this um in Mindy's uh for my cover reveal it took me a lot to write um I went through a lot of stuff um my therapist probably can afford a yacht now <laughs> <laughs> or at least to buy a couple of copies of your book right <laughs> put those bad boys out yeah that's right. You put those out. <laughs> but it took but it took a lot to to write this book and um I kept like re-traumatizing myself um like a lot. And so which is why I, I queried Dan, because he was very openly LGBTQIA. And I know that there are others that are, but uh but I just, you know. Um but yeah, it so it took a lot and um, so Charlie is basically how I wish everything could have almost happened because the original Charlie actually had one of my, the person who helped me make the costume, uh, Li Ping, uh, was a grown-up, is, is a grown-up, still alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still a grown-up, nice, nice. <laughs> um, but I had... it'd be nice to know if there were other options i would take that other option i think being a grown-up is something that i uh, it's hard to yeah to yeah half a star i'm not impressed <laughs> right um but she helped me um with the costume and everything else uh and then of course was there for me quite a bit with the after effects um so she was in the in the book originally and um because she had you know basically done the costume for me that's what I wrote the book with and then I got the I'd done uh what is that pb pitch is that what it is on twitter yeah. I, I had done that um and had some agents who requested the manuscript and when I sent it and they were like oh Charlie doesn't have enough agency and I was like I don't even know what that means so then I had to look that up <laughs> um and realized Oh, I have to cut out Li Ping. I didn't want, I didn't want to. <laughs> it was oh, really hard. Oh, I so, Yeah, right. What a bummer. She was like, no one's ever going to see me. I was like, my agent will see you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no. uh, yeah. And our book that's on <laughs> sub currently um, is is a book called Kissed. And it's this kid asking for uh, a fairy tale from his, like their uncle's and it's he and Dave. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Hopefully it sounds like, oh my God, it's so sad. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't want to have to edit himself out of a movie. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, right? That's how you do it. 
That's how you do it. You put those people in that are like, you can't edit this. I'm going to totally agree, right? This has to go to acquisition. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully that sells. <laughs> oh, that's just going to be awkward. <laughs> but yeah, but that's Charlie and that's kind of how Charlie came about. And so it's, hmm. When people are like, you know, don't be so scared, don't be so scared. It's like literally my coming out story. So it, it, it's extremely frightening. Um, and and they'll ask, like, why are you so scared? And it's like, <laughs> like yeah. this is me. They're like, there's a lot of me in this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's way more vulnerable than, I mean, you feel vulnerable no matter what you put out into the world, right? If it's your work, but if it's, if it's your work and it's your story, I mean, that's a whole nother. I mean, I wrote this ridiculous piece about a crab who likes to pinch butts and that is like, right. It's vulnerable. Like that feels vulnerable for me to put out. Not because that's my life. I don't go around pinching butts, but it's my work. Right, right, right. But these are like much different levels of vulnerability. Like that is, you know, way more putting yourself out there, which I need to get better at. So yeah, and 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 my funny contrast or what's in the back of my mind as we're talking about this is that I just got a pass from <laughs> Brennan knows about this. I just got a pass from Dan on a manuscript about some like naked butt kids superhero. And so like, like now I know the sort of contrast that Dan is working through as an agent, the sorts of things that he sees and why his plate is pretty full. Yeah, um, right. especially has something he's trying to sell that involves butts and someone else has butts. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Butts don't have quite as much oomph or like heart, you know? It's hard to put heart in with butts. I mean, I've tried. It's 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 rough. <laughs> yeah. no, I know some of my friends got uh, passes from him as well and that I had referred and I was like, dear. <laughs> I know it, right? I, I was bummed to see that Josh had gotten passed on too. I was like, oh, what a bummer. But yeah, you know, who knows? What. Yeah, but then, but, but then again, I mean, we've talked about this before. It's like, no, no hard feelings. Like, mm-hmm. you've been on the podcast. We've talked. You wrote me a very personalized set of feedback that nice. I'm acting on now. Uh, it's not a form of rejection. It's not impersonal. Um, and I get it. Like, I know what else he's pushing out into right. the market. And mm-hmm. it's worthy of publication. Like, I'll, I'll step back. That's totally fine. Plus, he has my butts on back burner, Josh. He can't be bothered That's with right. your naked No, but I, I mean, I saw the feedback and it was, yeah, it's not a form rejection. It was very thoughtful. It was very like, you know, I've been thinking about this and I can't put my finger on it, but what is it? And then he, you know, he was very articulate about like, you know, why he thought that it wasn't going to quite work, which, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like it, yeah, it's a bummer that it was passed on, but it also makes me proud to have Dan as an agent because I feel like he is very thoughtful and he is like when you were saying, you know, like you had seen other agents who also identified, right. But Dan was, Dan mm-hmm. also identified, but I feel like he has this, um, vibe of like authenticity like he he is who he is and Mm -hmm. he's not trying to be anybody else he's doing his job he's doing you know he's doing what he needs to do and he's following this vision that he has for his agency and I feel like you know it's it it takes a lot to do that to be true to what you want to do and to you know do that um Mm -hmm. you know without without sort of like stepping on people or hurting people's feelings or whatever you know you're being true Mm -hmm. to what you want to do and I feel like people are drawn to that. Mm-hmm. No, I would, I would definitely say like he's very salt of the earth and it comes across with 
everything he does. Like I, yeah. I'm able to tell him stuff that I don't share with people and know, and I know that he does not, you know, he will not <laughs> judge me for it or anything else. Um, and it's not just because he's LGBTQI plus it's, he's, it's just who he is, but yeah. Let me just acknowledge we're supposed to be talking about you here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's had his time in this. Good <laughs> interview too. <laughs> oh man! So to, to be clear, um, a custom for Charlie that that was the manuscript for you. What your both your origin story as as a human being who's mm-hmm. who's out in public and mm-hmm. that's your identity, but also the one that. Mindy saw that Andrew mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. that went to Dan first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's been the one. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's it. And so it's weird to think that, you know, aside from hoping that uh, I don't get pushed back because of all the issues with publishing right now. Um, it's weird to think like September 6th is, it's just a lot. Then, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I wanted, I don't want to sound any kind of ungrateful, I'm extremely grateful. Uh, it's just as it gets closer, like get more and more scared. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, you know what I mean? I start to kind of revert. Like, <laughs> um, luckily, Mindy's really been like talking me down a lot. And then um, Patricia, who's uh, in my critique group, who also uh, had a lot to do with the success of Charlie, um, has been talking me down as well. Um, so it's, it's, it, yeah, but as, as it gets close, I'm just like, oh, why did I do this? Like, I'm constantly like, CK, what are you doing? Why did you, oh, it's going on. Hold on. Oh, sure. CK was telling me about this special light that they have for their animals that they can tap at the door and the light goes off. So they know when they want to come in. Right. Whoa. Right. That's what I said. Yeah, super fancy. Okay, well, you push it if you want in. Well, CK, is there anything that we left out of the of the interview that you want to share, or anyone else you want to name drop while we're here? You. <laughs> to be, to be clear, you've shared quite a bit. You, yeah, you have. I just want to make sure I'm not, you know, cutting um, it short. Jennifer, uh, you should have Jennifer Flannery on. Jennifer Flannery, because Gary uh, Paulson, I mean, a Flannery literary, yeah, first <laughs> list. Because I want to kind of see what she looks like. <laughs> I was gonna say she, you know, she is very, um, she's a really private person. Yeah. She, yeah, like I've heard, I've heard that sort of across the board, and her, so you know, her um, online presence is small and you know hard to find. So, uh, yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. it would be. It'd be very interesting to talk to her. I would love to have her. Own. I mean, because this is so, just voices. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say maybe Dan can hook us up with like one of those FBI style interview things that obscures her voice, <laughs> so that it's like really deep. That would be awesome, or whatever. Yeah. It would be cool to sound like a Muppet, like like, like a Grover or something, <laughs> or just send her over like a bouquet of helium ba- balloons for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like that would be someone to interview. Like that was Gary Paulson's person. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. Like, I 
mean, that's what I'm hoping that Dan's going to be for me is my person, like my agent for life, my person for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and hear, hear that world, CK Malone, uh, stepping into Gary Paulson's shoes. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's somebody else. <laughs> I, I wish I had that talent, but I uh, <laughs> like, really wish. To be. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Mindy, I think would be amazing guest. Julie, obviously amazing. Yeah, she's guest. supposed to come on actually in May. We've got her. Yeah, we've got her on the schedule. I know it. It would be awesome to talk to her. So Valerie Bowling. Yep, she's yep. coming on too. We got her. Yep. She's going to be my May. Uh, my May blog post. Oh, so. awesome! Nice. I'm excited yeah. for that to come out. Yeah. Right. So, CK, you have a blog. Where can we find that? <laughs> it's on my it's on my website um and it's called interesting intersections because i like like everyone just wants to focus on like one thing of people right like i'm i'm just an lgbtqia person and that you know so I, I like doing stuff like that to show like look at all these facets of all these people that's beyond just race or gender or anything else um you have all these authors who have like all these facets to them that people don't really uh, focus on because they just look at, I mean, especially publishing, we'll just look at and say, you are this color. We are filling our quota of this color, you mm-hmm. know, with these books. We're filling our LGBTQIA quota with this book. You know what I mean? It, it just ticks a box. And it's like, I'm tired of seeing that happen because I uh, attended a, um, a, uh, a zoom with an author who basically said like this publishing company took my book because it's, you know, bisexual and now they will no longer take any other bisexual books by bisexual Hmm. authors. And so it's like, (laughs) it's like really that's a thing. And I attended that zoom before I even got into writing just because I liked the book. Um, And I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that's a thing. So then I decided, okay, when I'm doing this, I'm, I'm going to, try to spotlight stop i'm going to try to spotlight um lgbtqia but also um authors of color and especially women of color yeah um my- yeah, right because if you're i mean if you're going by that it's like well then everybody's quota for representing straight people has been filled for years and years and years and years and years yeah, straight people like you're done we've we've seen it we've been there like hey, the box has wait been checked right <laughs> i mean that's ridiculous. No, I mean, that's, that's straight, white, straight white middle-aged males. We need our, we need our <laughs> I know, I know. It's so hard for you right now. Yes, it <laughs> it's rough out there. But no, that's, yeah, so that's my blog and I do it. I try to do it monthly, but, and then I just try to make sure I'm highlighting people that, um, I don't always have to have, like, they don't necessarily need me. They don't need my help, but I want to make sure like I'm showing like, hey, I understand that even though I'm LGBTQI plus, I still have this white privilege thing. Um, so I'm going to make sure to back you up as much as I can. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that's at my website uh, that I, it's not a good website. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I look at some people's websites and I'm like, oh my god, they're so beautiful. And they had like all these and everything. And mine's just like grayscale. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even figure out how to do half the things on my website. <laughs> like, and I don't even have like any advanced 
uh, tools or anything. So people were like, oh, put it in different colors and stuff. And I was like, don't give me different colors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. I, probably, I know. I we're probably, doing the, we're we're doing the best with what we've what we've got to work with here. That's basically it. Like I, like sorry, and I don't I don't like really having to put myself out there anyway. So it's kind of very much a. It was it was the, one of those things, right? It was you need to have social media and you need to have a website, and so I'm, I right. still have to add a page about Charlie. And people are like, "You didn't even put your announcement on your website." And I was like, "Nope." And I think my announcement on my Twitter stayed up for like five days. And I was like, okay, something else. <laughs> like, I was super excited to keep it up there. And I was like, not really. That's all right. Dan's got you. Dan's got I you. Know. Dan's got you. Right. Up, so. He does more promotion than anyone. He's so funny. Like, I was like, are you sure you want to just keep that pinned all the way until September? I'm like, <laughs> You're like it's making me anxious. <laughs> yeah. He made me, um, he made me postcards. And a book plate and a bookmark. Oh wow! That's... And also does those things too. <laughs> That's really so, sweet. <laughs> so I've got those, and I'm like, okay, I've got to go to the Kinkos or a, a something. Does a book plate have a sticky back? It, it sticks, right? I don't, I don't know. know. So I've never had I one. Think I'm it's not meant sure. to stick inside the book. Because uh, I've gotten some that are sticky and some that are not, and I'm like, I don't even know. Oh, stick it like. We'll have we'll have somebody on the podcast with bookplate experience. We'll delve into it. <laughs> We're making sure, yeah, bookplate book expert come on the show. <laughs> you know, I mean, it sounds like you guys are like really taking off, like with all the people. I know people are yeah. willing. I know. I know people are out. They're just yeah. I don't know. They're psyched to come on, and we're happy to have them. So we're just rolling with it. We see see how it goes. <laughs> We got to cut the recording before we start celebrating our successes, lest we shoot ourselves yeah. in the foot. Yeah, right? Oh my gosh, everyone's going to cancel. They'll be like, no, never mind. Never mind. We're out. We're out. Just don't cancel us. Yeah. Right. Well, DK, thank you so, so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was so fun to actually meet you and and talk to you and hear your, your whole story and everything because we've been talking on Twitter you know, for a while now, but this was really fun. Next level. Being able to see both of you and you have to live through my awkwardness, but <laughs> not at all, not at all. Likewise, yeah, yeah right. It's all. I mean, yeah, we're all awkward all the way around. <laughs> you may contribute a verse. Thanks for listening this week. Find out more about us and our guests and the artists behind their cover and theme music at our websites: verse.show, renegenerate.com, and joshmontgords.com. See you next verse. Bye.